0: I have four words for the year. Step back, create space. Our word for the year is empowerment. And empowerment is taking your power back and um, claiming your rights. My word is technocrats. My word for the year is focus. Explosion. Unfolding massive action for success and passion
1: this year my my key word that's been on my heart is stewardship and just making sure that we leave uh, relationships that we leave our physical and mental state that we leave our businesses and and yeah our marriages and friendships uh, in a better state than when we started Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Expansive Podcast. Cheers to a new year to you and all our listeners. May 2022 bring new happiness, new hope, and new rays of life to you and your loved ones. My name is John Sane. I am one half of the Expansive Podcast. I'm an author, a keynote speaker, and a future strategist, and I am always joined by my new Capetonian Tonian. Podcast co-host Eric Kruger, who's an executive coach, author, and speaker. Eric, how are you? And is this our first podcast with you settled in Cape Town?
0: This is indeed our first podcast with me settled in Cape Town. And I'm still a little bit disappointed that we actually like it now so close together, but we're still recording on Zoom. It, it kind of feels a bit disjointed now. We had an excuse before well, being in Joburg, but now I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but also the truth is I'm leaving in two weeks. I don't yeah, know that's if it's true. like even something it's that we true. can set up. That's what that's what it is. I think we would have made more permanent plans if I was going to be staying here, you know. I think we need to meet so I can just hand you over the baton, the expansive the baton for Cape Town. You take over. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Well, we switched off our mics over the holidays for a bit, but we're back in action, and we are close to our 100th episode, which is really exciting for Eric and I. We've been planning on this 100th episode uh, for a while now, and we're nearly there. If you're joining us for the first time, we release new episodes every week. So smash the subscribe and follow button to join us on our journey as we dive deeper into what it means for individuals and organizations to approach the future with an expansive mind. And boy, oh boy, is 2022 going to be strange and extensive. Mm. I've been making videos and writing about the strangeness that we're going to be getting into. I think, and I want to make a call right now before we get into it, that this year, we will have aliens land in the world. I've said this before. That is, and, I, and I've bold. been saying it's going to that happen this year. That is very bold. That is bold.
0: I saw your, in I saw fact, your Instagram post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. little, yes, little yes, alien. Yes, and I was yes. like, okay. It, it's, uh, yes.
1: It's. I'm just planting the seed because I think what's going to happen is when they do arrive, it's going to freak everybody out. But I do think that it's getting closer and closer and closer. And if you think how the press is making it normal that there are UFOs, there's all these people coming out. So I think we've been prepared for engagement. And um, as you might know or might not know, I do listen to a lot of channel things. And a lot of it leads to this idea that we're going to have a consciousness awakening. And a big part of that consciousness awakening is actually realizing that there's intelligent life out there that we can engage with so yes it's bold and maybe a little bit way out there but i'm gonna stick to it and in fact yesterday my friend sean and i were looking at bets to take and we realized that if we take a thousand dollar bet we could be a billion dollar rich because (laughs) the bets are i think it's like a hundred thousand to one that aliens will land really so we're actually going to take a bet a thousand dollars where does that happen
0: Who, who makes these kind of bets like where do you find this kind of
1: i Yes. Last night we were at dinner and uh, we were Googling if aliens land, what, can, what bets can we take against it? You know? <laughs> and in fact, we, we, we read the website and it, the website said alien invasion. So we we're like, no, 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 it's not going to be an invasion. It's going to be an engagement. That's a very different energy. You know, we're not going to die. We're going to engage. And so, um, yeah, so look, uh, when I'm a billionaire, once they've landed, then uh, I'll be stopping this podcast. I'm just letting you know from now. But
0: uh, listen, but, I, but just... I feel I feel if, you, anyway. if you're that confident, you just take more on that claim. I think a thousand dollars is uh, it's, it, it isn't really putting your money where your mouth is.
1: Look, I wanted to go at $10,000, and then we did the numbers. 100,000 times 10,000, that's a trillion like dollars. <laughs> so it's become some stupid number that I don't even think they have to pay us out. So we were like, before we make the bets, we must make sure that they have insurance money to make sure that they can pay us out, because the odds are ridiculous. 100,000 mm. to one, right? So um, anyway, that took a bit of a tangent. Good yeah. morning, and welcome to, welcome to uh, the 2022, Eric. How are you? <laughs>
0: Any, any other bold predictions that we should know about?
1: Um, look, that is the bold. I don't think there's much bolder than alien life <laughs> yeah. coming. I mean, what else are we going to talk about that uh, alien life is going to come down? We are going to meet people um, that I think will look quite human. I don't think they're going to look like aliens. I think they're going to look quite human. You know, they're going to be humanoids.
0: Will this be included in your trend report you're releasing later in the year?
1: um uh yes i think by the time i release my trend report it would have happened already because it's going to happen now it's happening now the next few months it's the next few months yeah anyway besides aliens how are you eric how's your settling into cape town what's happening there yeah a little bit of a
0: brief on that yeah it's going well um you know obviously i moved in uh in december like early december Which was a a mission all on its own. Like things just ended up going all over the show. We were supposed to move in on the Thursday. We only got in on the Saturday. The make the moving company broke tons and tons of stuff. So like, our first sort of move. Oh no! Yeah, our first move into the house wasn't all that great. But since then, it's been good. Been loving the Cape Town life. Uh, The pups have been loving the Cape Mm. Town life. We've been taking them to the ocean. We've been going to wine farms. Like it's just. Yeah. What I'm actually really excited about at the moment is just to settle into routine because moving into Cape Town yeah. over like holiday, like you, you yeah, kind of start yeah. thinking this is life. Like I'm just going to go to wine farms every day. Yeah. Like where does the yeah, work yeah. actually happen? So I think that's no, the you is need Cape to Town, hand over to
1: me. Is, <laughs> yeah, no, but there is like work. That's the thing is like in Cape Town, I was on the prom this morning with Sean. We got back at half past nine, which means we shower and get ready to start working at 10 which means that okay, that's cool. Then you work really hard for three <laughs> and then you're messaging each other to say, Let's go for a walk on the project or go to the beach or that's Cape Town, man, that's, that's Cape yeah. Town. Welcome to it. Welcome Listen, to so
0: it. Listen, we, so we're going through what uh, Danica is calling the second settling. So we've we've done the initial settling and now like now that we're into work mode, it's the second settling, making the the house a bit more homely. You can see the walls on my yes, yes. in my study is quite barren okay. still. Yeah. There. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I think it's now just uh, getting into the work routine, making the place a bit more homely, and then finding routine. I'm looking forward to that. Um, what's been happening yes. on your side? You obviously looking forward to a big change is happening quite soon.
1: Yes, I mean all good. Uh, been a great December. I spent some time with my family, uh, lots of friends, um, and really enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed not being online, enjoyed not working, enjoyed all of that sort of stuff, and. uh two weeks' time, the move to Dubai happens, and mm. so I'm really excited about that, and it looks like the borders are opening up now over the next week or so, which is quite a relief because uh, my lease here is up in the jam, my new lease begins in Dubai, and if the borders are still closed, we would I, I would be homeless for a while. But yeah, that's all looking good. Lots of nice international bookings happening. It seems like everything's starting to pick up again. People are sick and tired of COVID overall. Mm. So really want to get life going. So yeah, really excited. I know you also have your book coming out. You have your leadership manual coming out. I've also got my book coming out. So lots of reading, lots of iterating, lots of researching still at the moment. So it looks like, I mean, I know we didn't plan it like this, but it looks like our books are actually going to be coming out similar times. Mm. So Around April. I mean, I haven't spoken to you about this yeah april may mm. it just it's just how it's worked out this is how mm. my publishers worked it out so <clears throat> i think we could be some june some joint uh some joint uh launches i think that would be a good thing phenomenal
0: actually. phenomenal um yeah dude um i think 2022 is gonna be a big year you know um i was reading this morning yes. i saw this bloomberg thing that said um some european countries are now starting to consider COVID as the flu or they're thinking about the flu classifying right. it as the flu so yeah. yeah i really think this is the year Hopefully, that uh, that things start accelerating again, and yeah, what people shouldn't confuse those when I say accelerating, I don't mean we accelerating linearly or we accelerating without challenge or without chaos or without chaos, we accelerating um, in the presence of it. You know, like that isn't going away, that isn't changing. So, but I do think I'm so glad you said that because
1: yeah. I think the word of the year that I have requires us to understand the incredible complexity that we're going into mm. like incredible complexity to the point that we don't quite understand the complexity and nothing we've ever experienced before as the world breaks down so you know this is our, our our annual now become our annual i think it's our third third podcast around the word of the year and the phrase of the year the motto of the year the theme of the year always a big a podcast and when we first started doing this, we, nobody's really doing it. Now I'm seeing it all over. Not that we catalyzed that. I don't want to say that. But it seems like lots of people are theming their years, which I think mm. is awesome because you're actually just putting it into your psyche and into your understanding. And I think it's important for us to understand the constructs of complexity and understand how weird and strange and wild it's going to be this year. And we must prepare for that. And our word, our phrase, and our theme should be very much lived into that. So we mustn't be stupid about it. And also... I want to say this and I want to say it again and again. When I speak to people about their word of the year, I, I was speaking to a friend the other day and she said, my word is love. And I was like, that's amazing. But what does that mean? <laughs> like, so what does it mean that your word is love? Mm. Like, okay, it's awesome. Like, mm. how does it change your life? Mm. Like, what are you doing differently that your word is love? Like, my word is abundance. Okay, like, what are you going to do that it's more abundant? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing everything I ever did but now my word's abundant. So I think it's important that we do both those things and I think we speak about this every year anyway. It's like. What is your word? What is your theme? How do you bring it into your life? How do you create new habits so that you can actually create a theme of the movie rather than just being a highlight or a headline that's mm. actually just pointless, really? Mm. Because all that's going to do is going to drop you. So this girl most probably, not most probably, this woman, my friend, she's looking for love. That's what's going on, really. You know, she wants to get married. Mm. So like, my word's love. And now there's be no guys around. <laughs> but she didn't do anything different. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, listen. So, I mean, I'm, anyway. I'm fully with you on that, and I think that's why, like your your word of the year is supposed to inspire action, It's supposed to draw you higher, yes. right? And um, yes. what I think what's important about it is that it becomes this recurring theme in your life that you look to over and over and over, and you are constantly recalibrating how you think, feel, and do things according to that word. And so it's not supposed to be that you set this word in the beginning of the year and then it just kind of fades into the background. It's supposed yeah. to be yeah. highly visible, um, highly recurring, and that I think in some ways it should also... It should be a high leverage thing, right? It, like, it should be like, if I can get this right, if I can live into this word, it changes so many things. It changes things that are really Everything. important in my life. Yes. Um, yes. How do you go about... So what we're going to do in this podcast today is obviously reveal our words for the year. Uh, you don't know dun, mine. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: I don't know yours. I don't know we yours. haven't spoken yeah. about that. This is great. You, you never asked me about it. No, so,
0: I mean, I'll, I, I'm not going to force my I, word on you. I think I did you.
1: and I think you avoided the answer. No, no, I think you avoided the answer. You hadn't quite figured it out. I think so, you didn't want me to steal it. I think it will be, be sad if we have the same word now that we haven't told each other our words. <laughs>
0: um listen <laughs> anyway, anyway
1: let's see how it goes
0: so um we're gonna reveal our words what's also cool is that we've asked some of our listeners to send us their words as well so that'll be included in the podcast too mm. before we reveal the word i'd like to know how do you go about finding your word like what is the process that you go through
1: i don't think there's one set process eric is like what i'm reading certain articles and podcasts are inspiring me to bring in a level of focus that I never thought about before. That's one. And one of the words is that. And then people around me are inspiring me to think and create behaviors that I'm inspired by my friends. And so the two, I've actually got two words. Um, One of them was brought about by an article I read that really inspired me. I think I sent you the article actually. I actually sent you the article around it. I love that article, I think it was so profound. And then the second, the second word that I've chosen is really just from the actions of my friends out there and understanding the exponentiality of the world that we're moving into and how we need to think differently within an exponential word, world rather than a linear world. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good question. And um, yeah, I was inspired by different things around me and uh, wanted to lean more into those characteristics. And that's why I've chosen those two words. What, how did you come up with yours? Perfect.
0: Yeah, I think it's a similar process is that um, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's time to choose the word for the year. It doesn't just find me just out of the blue. It's like, okay, well, like I have to set the intention to go and look for it. And then I think once that happens, you become so hyper-focused and hyper-conscious of all the information that's coming your way. And you just become so finely attuned to each word and like the meaning of that. And how does it how does it play into your life? And I then just start selecting words that I think make sense. And actually this year, I went through like four words that I thought might be the word. And what I would do is I would like, I'd have the word and I'd sit with it for a bit. And part of sitting with it is little journal about like, what does this word look like? How, how does that affect my year? And then after sitting, I'll be like, does it feel good or doesn't it feel good? And if it doesn't feel good, I just move on to the next mm. one. Until I find the one that's like... Yes, like this feels. Yeah. This feels Resonates. right. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think on that topic, I think that you might actually because you gave me a bit of stick last year for my word of the year because I was going to go with the word dang, uh, the word the solid. That was going to be my word for the year, and you were like, "Nah, like you yeah, can't I'm, go with that word." What
1: That's, a shit word! What a terrible. <laughs> I still think it's a terrible.
0: So, well, listen. Well, listen. We spoke the other day, and you told me that I'm feeling very solid. Remember that?
1: No, but that was because of doing Family Constellations, I felt like I had backup for the mm. very first time. Different solid. Mm. Different type of solid. Mm.
0: The feeling the feeling of being solid. That's what I'm after here.
1: Um, okay, but look, I don't want to diss your... Maybe this is your word and I'm already starting to diss it. So <laughs> no, I, it's not. Why don't you do Why did not you, uh, you go first? But you I you think review? you're
0: going to give me stick because Danica also gave me stick for my word. But I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: you are preempting your shit word okay let's go all right Look, so listeners even eric has shit words so don't worry if yours <laughs> sucks. eric sucks so before we even know what the word is
0: by the way my <laughs> word is amazing way to it. my word okay. is amazing my word isn't amazing my, but my okay. word is amazing so
1: yes okay okay, okay. let's so reveal. i went through
0: i went through a few iterations and the word that i have settled upon for the year is the word mm, mm. inevitable okay explain inevitable explain. So some of the words that I thought about were mastery was mm-hmm. capacious. Capacious meaning expanding. Capacious, it's capacious, a beautiful word. It's about expanding mm, your container, it is a word. your capacity. So Capacious. Yeah. Oh,
1: spacious and capacity. Mm, mm, nice, eh? Like it. hey? And it's a spice you can put on chicken. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so so those are some of the words i played okay. with uh explosive was okay. another word and i said mm. on inevitable because it gives me a feeling of if i do yes. what i know i'm supposed to do yes. the things that i want to have happen in my life is inevitable yes absolutely i like it
1: i like it you like it
0: and i really do and you know like as always we um we find ways to remind ourselves, and so I have this yes. um, on my background. I don't think you can actually see that right. properly. Can you see I, that? I can't. Uh, let me just see if I can focus. No. So you can see it's like a glove. Oh yes, okay, I can see. So yes. that is the, um, yes, for those yes, who yes, don't yes. know, um, and who don't watch Marvel movies, uh, Thanos, like that was his big thing, is like he was like, yes. I am inevitable, yes. you know? That was his saying ah. all the way through. Until he, like, clicked his fingers and made everyone disappear. So, that's my little reminder love that it. I've said for myself, is that I, love I am love inevitable. It. My goals are inevitable. Mm. And, like, it just, like, it, it just inspires so me, like, man. I feel so confident. I
1: feel relieved. I feel relief and confidence
0: mm, at the same time. Mm.
1: It's a very good word a very, very good word. I, I, I was going to lean with Danica, but uh, unfortunately, sorry, Danica. Um, I usually lead with, I uh, know I usually back you, but it's not going to back Eric. Um, yeah, <laughs> Very good. I like it. Inevitable. Mm. It is inevitable, Eric, because the truth is you are doing the work and uh, it's inevitable for it to happen. You know? It's just a matter and, of
0: time. Yeah. And I think it's a reminder to keep doing the work because mm. so often we are dissuaded when we don't see the results immediately but we know that it's a it's a function of accretion of compounding of making sure that you are collecting the right kind of actions the right making the right changes in perspective and if you can just keep doing that then it becomes inevitable you know so yeah this is a i think it's an important reminder for me because over the past 2 years it's kind of felt like things like it's just all over the show right like we spoke so much about well, it, vision for the future being demolished you know and it felt to yeah, me like yeah, that vision yeah. of the future like it lost its inevitability it was like the only inevitability yeah, was yeah. chaos and Nothing, like, yeah, yeah. Chaos, exactly yeah exactly and yeah. so i wanted to shift my focus this year to the inevitability of the future that i want to create
1: Sure. Wonderful, wise, beautiful, well thought through. Congratulations. I can't diss you. I wish I could. It would be much more fun to diss (laughs) you, but I'm going to congratulate you. Um, Thank you. Let me ask you one question on that. How does it change? Because your word last year was relaxed focus. Mm. And I love that it, it, it... once or twice we were having discussions and I was like, but hang on a second, you're not not playing into your word. Yeah. And it it changed your behavior and your patience levels in what you were trying to achieve. How would you allow and use the word inevitable to change your behavior this year?
0: Well, I think uh, just as a starting point, the feelings that you were feeling right now as I was describing that to you is what it gives me as well. And I think that's such a great place to be operating from, It's from this place of confidence and certainty that um, what I'm doing matters and it's gonna help me in the long run. So I think that already mm. like just, it, it grounds me and it centers me in how I'm showing up. Mm. And especially on the, the confidence part of it, you know, like, you're right. Like I have been doing the work now for many years and work at many different levels, work at the level of self and, Uh, personal growth work at the level of skill being a a better speaker Mm. a clearer Mm. thinker so like it's 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 stepping into and embracing that and then I think Mm. it's also just knowing that there's a clear path forward and that's part of why I can say that there's an inevitability towards is because I know where I want to go and so it keeps Mm. aligning me back to like this is the path this is the path and just stick to it so I think that's Mm. how it yeah, how it impacts me so
1: look I mean ultimately it's a sense of patience mm. and maturity when you know things are inevitable mm. the impatience and immaturity comes in the timing of these things and we mm. often and we get caught up in being impatient we're like shit's not happening yeah. or I could want it to or it should do And so the inevitability is almost a very wise very calm very patient skill developing characteristic you know you're like mm. I'm just, just carry on chiseling away and it will come, you know, just a matter of time. Actually, it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of alignment.
0: Yeah. It's a difference. Yeah, yeah. It's like well time
1: said. says it has to take long. Alignment is how do I get myself into the state of consciousness and vibration and resonance mm. with what it is that I want to be building. Mm. Mm. Very well said. Very good. Cool. So, very good. drum roll. Wow. 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 wow, wow. Okay, us. good. Okay, so very good. I, re- I really like yours, Eric. I mean, I think it's your best word yet. eh? Very good. So mine are two words that are quite, um, they're not really connected, but they are kind of connected. And let me explain where and how I came up with them is the article I read when I, that one I sent to you about predictions for 2022. One of the things she says in that article is, and she uses the word simplification. And I love this word. It resonated with me immediately. And I think that the incredible levels of complexity that we're going to the incredible levels of shock and awe that we're going to have this year because i think economies are going to tumble we're already seeing turkey tumbling we're seeing so many of these countries just one after the other tumble and take on bitcoin and you know in the next 10 years el salvador is going to be the richest country per capita because of how early they've been to get into this bitcoin standard we're starting to see city coins emerge where miami is now funding itself because Mm. of its own decentralized i mean Just like the power structures are changing. I mean, it's just so deep how it's going to change our society. And I don't think many people realize that. And the very, very important thing to do with so much complexity happening, so much societal change and unrest happening, is to simplify. Simplify your needs, your wants, your attachments, your identity of who you were, your expectations, and in every level, simplify, 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 simplify so that you are as pure and as clean to deal with complexity so that there's no hooks to want to hook into you um, through your expectations and old ideas so that you are totally enthralled by this new stuff that's coming rather than being upset by it or shocked by it or any any of those sort of things. Right. So mm. my first word is simplicity. And both in emotional states where I've been doing a lot of family constellations, a lot of meditation, where I'm really simplifying my needs and wants by healing old traumas and healing old patterns. And so emotionally, I'm simplifying. Now, obviously, I've always, not always, in the last few years, I've simplified my life so much because of being nomadic. I want to take that even further. And I'm actually really excited to leave Cape Town because of my ability to now pack again more mm. simply, to take even less stuff with me. And so that's really exciting for me because I have a different approach to that, you know. So also friendships, you know, I've had a lot of change inside my inner circle and simplifying of who I want to hang with and who I don't want to hang with. Even the simplification of friendships, the simplification of business partnerships, all of that is becoming very, very clear to me that in order to prepare for complexity and chaos, you need to be light and you need to be um, optimistic in your viewpoint and the best way to do that is to simplify emotions mental and physical stuff so that's Mm. my first one any comments
0: Mm. i love it and it it makes total sense for me um based on the journey that you've been on because i also think that Mm. um it's so easy for us to start thinking that we have to meet complexity with more complexity you know and and recently in our interactions actually like when we've been speaking it's something that I've been picking up with you as, a, as an underlying um, aura or uh, radiance. Is that it just seems easy. Um, it seems stripped down. That's the word. It seems stripped down. It doesn't seem like there are like all these additional and unnecessary attachments or, or thinking patterns that are emanating from you. It's just like, it's simple. Mm. Mm, thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I think there's there's lots to be said for simplicity being a characteristic of wisdom, and that's the and that's the biggest thing for me is that how much less do I need, mm. and how much more can I have? You know what I mean? It's like I don't need a lot, and I don't want to need a lot, and I actually lo- I revel in the fact that I need so little. Mm. You know, I, I I revel in that fact. You know, so that's that's a big one for me. So okay. yes, so, thank you. Yeah, so that's my good. first word. Now And my second word is inspired by my friends that have tapped into Web 3.0 already. And you've got to understand that the world we come from has created this idea that hard work equals money, that every input requires an output. It's quite Newtonian in its understanding of reality. And work-wise, job-wise, career-wise, we have always been taught that You must work hard, put in to take out. When you think about Web 3.0, you think about crypto and you think about decentralized organizations, you think about blockchain, those rules do not live in that world. There's exponentiality in that world. And exponentiality doesn't live in linear linear worlds. It lives Mm. in exponential worlds. They're very different in their understanding. And so watching my friends create incredible levels of wealth and impact in the world by thinking in exponential terms the the audacity of it the braveness of it the the bigness of it inspires me so much that and i'm not envious of it you know i've done a lot of work around envy and i think we need to do a podcast this year on envy because i did a whole family constellations on envy and how it's released me of being jealous quietly of being envious quietly and released me to the point of being inspired quietly and to be motivated loudly and it's changed my learning ability and so my second word is to think audaciously is to dream more audaciously To even extend the idea of what's possible in a world that's exponential in the future, moving away from a linear world. So the two words for me work beautifully together because in order to leap, to catalyze, to really think about your life in exponential terms, you need to simplify and become light. Mm. And so for me, the catalyst here is releasing emotion, mental and ideologies that hold me stuck in the linear world and allow me to think audaciously in partnerships, in intimate partnerships, in in um, business partnerships, in in career, you know, even my, my like just my speaking and thinking about what I can achieve and what I can do there with a smile on my face, not hard at it, you know? And also what I can do in crypto and how I can build, and I'm building an academy now with some incredible people to, to help more people understand the metaverse. And, just understanding the nuances of thinking audaciously and surrounding yourself with people that think audaciously and have been thinking audaciously and, and celebrating and not being shied away from it, not being jealous of it, not being envious of it, not being irritated that you're still working hard and then making gazillions and adding value to the world. So, yeah, for me, simplification in order to catalyze into audaciousness and so mm. simplify and audacious become my two words.
0: Do you think that you are cheating by having two words?
1: You had two words last year. <laughs> yeah,
0: what are you think? I, I feel me? like my two words were like, it was one word. It was a phrase. I feel like you, you, you're doubling up. I think that you are cheating. And
1: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. is I think because in this transition, there has to be two clear ideologies here. One is letting go of the old world and then leaning into this new mm. world. And so for me to just use the word audacious, it takes away the need to simplify to be audacious. Mm. I can't carry, you know, I'm writing in my new book, Areas that the new world requires a new version of you. You, you need to be different in this world. And when I watch my friends that are building these incredible multi-billion dollar businesses and adding value to the world, it's like they think differently. They think beyond the realms of what we believe society requires us to do. Mm. Now, in order for me to be like that, I need to let go of old John. I need to let go of this. I need to simplify who John is in order to start rebuilding John in a more audacious way. And so I think it's necessary to have both words because it's more valid in a time of transition to make sure you're focusing on both and not just the on mm-hmm. one because you would be, you would be, you would be doing yourself a disjustice or a, 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 a disservice to think you only need to think audaciously and still drag your shit mm-hmm. with you into this new world. And I don't think you can, so I think it needs to be both, so yes, I am cheating, but i last time I checked this is our podcast, and we can make the rules, so I don't know
0: what do I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, listen, no I love it and and I think they are complementary uh definitely, and the uh, the way that you explain yeah. it and and the combination actually makes a lot of sense, so yes. yeah, I like it um, Thank I think you. it's gonna you know. Yeah. Kudos to you for like in your old age being able to reshuffle like this and uh, adopt a new identity you know <laughs> so look uh
1: 46 six 46 and a half <laughs> I got uh, I got a three and a half years to hit 50 and let me tell you something I'm so excited for it you know I'm not you know, you laugh. I went on a date a, a few weeks ago and the girl, the woman I was with on a date, she's in her 30s and she called me an old man. But she called me an old man like two or three times. I'm like, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Can we just hold here? I I don't feel old and I don't even take, I don't take offense by it because I don't, it doesn't um, resonate with mm. me that I'm, I don't think I'm old. So even in your jest and joke, I don't take offence because I'm not like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, <laughs> young, I'm getting younger and better as, as I'm getting Listen, older. Listen, did
0: you see that um, there was this meme about the, uh, like the new Sex in the City is out now. So it's called Just Like That. That's the, that's the Sex in the City version. Uh, the newest one. It's now them and their like middle ages or whatever. And then they showed a picture of the Golden Girls like I remember the golden girls my mom always used to watch it yeah. and they showed a picture of the two yeah. side by side when they are yeah. essentially at the same age and then like you look wow. at how the golden girls were portrayed and they had all these like curlers in their hairs and like old school yeah. dresses and you look at these women and they're like middle age but they look like you yeah. know modern and yeah. like looked after and yeah. kept and, and it shows you yeah. how our perception of age has changed over the years so much Yeah, so much Yeah, yeah. so much
1: I also think that you know if you think about it 40 or 50 was like midlife mm. it's now third of the life we're like yeah. one to 120 or 150 so like to play into age now when we've got so much ahead of us mm. it's just, it's a non it's a non subject for me i don't even think Listen
0: about it I, i'm i'm obviously just yanking you but um I know. when I know. you when you look at research I think this is one of the biggest challenges, right? Is that, I mean, this is one other podcast that the older we get, the harder it is to change. That's just the reality. Um, and I think that's why people are are in a very, very tough spot moving forward. Uh, but that's a podcast for another day.
1: I think well, let's bank two podcasts, one on Envy and one on being adaptable, growing older. Yeah. And I think it used to be like that, Eric. I don't think it necessarily needs to be like that. And I think... My youthful complexion and age, even if I say so myself, thank you so much for the compliment, <laughs> Eric, but um, is because of, and you know what somebody, actually my friend, Sean McKenna's brother, Adrian McKenna, who I'm good friends with. Adrian, if you're listening to this, hello brother. Um, he said something amazing. He said, people age because they're not being themselves. And when you are authentically yourself, you don't age. Mm. You age differently. And it's when you're trying to play a role of somebody else, when you've got trauma that you haven't dealt with, and especially post-40 when your soul comes a knocking and asks you who you are and what you're doing here and you can't answer it properly, that's when you're aging in a bad mm-hmm. way. And so for me, it's about how authentic, sincere, and deeply connected can you be to your purpose and who you are. Then your aging process changes. You know, it's a totally different, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, actually the secret to anti-aging is how much more of you can you become and in that space you don't age, Mm. you know? We'll um, we'll bank that for another episode.
0: Dude, listen. um, Yes. It's great to be back on air with you. Uh, It's great to be having these conversations again, to banter a bit, to uh, just explore these topics that I think are so relevant and so important for us as we move into the world of complexity and chaos. And we know that, I mean, we're very much aligned in... um, In the work that we do, that we are consistently trying to help leaders and teams and organizations to shift their inner world so they can shift their outer world. That's what it comes down to. Um, And I think you articulated that beautifully a bit earlier. So, yeah, it's great to be back. I look forward to an incredible year. Uh, If all goes well, there will be an expansive book out later in the year. So we're both doing two books this year. Oh, yes. And apart from that, yes. um, yeah, just expect a, a lot of banter, a lot of interesting topics. Uh, you heard it first on the Expansive podcast that aliens are landing. So Yes, yeah. aliens <laughs> are
1: landing, they're coming. And I, I don't like people to say I told you so, so I'm not going to be one of them when they do land. We're just going to act like it just was normal, right? It was just normal.
0: Uh, typically, our podcast is on so, 40 uh, minutes long, so yeah. in the future, uh, it'll be much shorter again. But John, yeah. do it. great to be back uh
1: thank you eric i'm also yes and also great to be back with you and thank you everybody for tuning into the expansive podcast if you enjoyed it please share it with a friend or with your team if you really enjoyed it then please head over to itunes and spotify now because they've now added that as a uh, feature to leave us a review they really do help us a quick reminder that you can book either eric or myself to speak at your event we also do combined learning experiences to help leaders prepare for the future We would love to you to subscribe and follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and whatever other platform you use to listen to your favorite podcasts. We'll make sure to update you as soon as new episodes are available to an epic 2022. Until next week, ciao. Goodbye.